All right. Welcome back to the boys. What's 61st street. Another roll call episode coming at you. This episode is all about Nestor Cortez. Nasty Nestor. Uh, Nestor Cortez last year, his numbers 4.2 war 12 and four record 2.44 ERA 158 innings pitched 163 strikeouts. So, I mean, fantastic year for Nestor Cortez, a little bit more front heavy, I think than it was towards, uh, the end of the year and after the all-star break, but still fantastic. I mean, we were talking about him started. Well, we were talking about him starting the all-star game and then he fell off a little bit post that, but then picked it back up a little bit. But, um, Nesta Cortez going to have a little bit. I'm not, I don't want to say expanded role because of the Rodon stuff, because obviously Nesta Cortez is imperative to this team's success, but I want to say a little bit of an expanded role just in terms of bumping him back up to that, de facto two three i mean realistically any of the one through four of the yankees you could slot in as the two but since the yankees just went out and got rodan i would say when he was fully healthy he was the two to me but i think Nestor comes back into the two for the time being at least because uh who knows how long rodan's gonna be out for but uh opening comments on Nestor cortez 15 minutes on the clock starts now <laughs> we've been get, we've been good on this so far so we're gonna yeah. keep to it although Nestor is a a polarizing figure. A jack. I know. I feel like he's Go going back to kind of being unspoken, I feel like, right now. Like, you know, Rodon. Dude, I was about to say There's a lot of talk thing. about Clark Schmidt. There's, like, you know, Seve. Will he be healthy? He's been struggling in spring training. I know Nestor's been hurt for a little bit, like, you know, during the spring. He'll be good for opening day, it sounds like. But I feel like we just haven't heard a lot from him uh, or a lot about him. And, you know, it's – it's the same thing we said last year. It's will Nestor be the Nestor we've seen for the last eighteen months, or is he gonna, you know, become? Yeah, it's know, just who he it's was so when weird. We gave him up for nothing, three or four years. Yeah, ago. it's it's you so think he funny. Needs to get another turtle, dude. I don't know. It, it, it's I feel like he he's done more than enough to prove to us that he should be able to be like a reliable like two three starter. But uh, I don't think I don't he ever know. will. He never I will. I, he I never say this will. every single Dude, year we, we do his vocals. E- we talked about last year him starting game one of the playoffs. Yeah. I, I don't care. I know, but it doesn't I matter. It won't ever like... come around on – it's not coming around on him. I know Nestor Cortez is great. I think if he, he came in eighth in Cy Young last year, and if you told me that before or when we re-signed him off the Orioles, basically off the scrap heap, I'd be like, there's no fucking way I'm on the same planet you're on. And he did come in eighth. He was an all-star, almost started the all-star game ahead of names like Shane McClanahan, Justin Verlander, like real pitcher names. And uh, not that he's not a real pitcher. Real pitcher names. <laughs> but, but like Nestor Cortez, I don't, if he won Cy Young, I really don't think that I, he can't shake this from me. And it's not, I don't want people to get it twisted that it's a lack of confidence or anything like that in him, or I'm saying he's bad, like, He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. I think it's just the way he's built, unfortunately, and th- that he he gains his edge from not a top-flight fastball in a time where fastballs, everybody's throwing 100 miles per hour, 101 miles per hour. The spin rates are crazy high. 
He's a little bit unorthodox in the way he delivers the ball, Johnny Cueto-esque, or you could say Johnny Cueto did what Nestor Cortez did, even though it came afterwards. But I just think no matter what he does, he won't be able to shake it. I think if he wins an MVP, then maybe. But not a Cy Young. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. No, it's like, I know I'm jumping again a little bit, but even the even like the Zips projections, they're all thinking the same thing. They're like they're they're not even close to represent the year he had last year. They're it's significantly worse. But even this, they're still getting closer. Like the Zips projections last year had him at like a four five ERA, just like basically falling into a middle of the road. Like dude, some of them had like a three nine ERA. I know two four last year, a two four, and a two nine the year before. And now they're going up to like three four, three seven, three nine. Like this, it's, it's they don't the average. It, his crazy. pitching style is sustainable, which is fair. But like, I yeah. don't know. I have a weird confidence in Nestor Cortez. I have. I'm more confident. Okay, so I'm trying to find the best way to put this because I think Cole is obviously the ace. I think Cole is a top ten pitcher in baseball. But like, I have more confidence in Nestor Cortez coming out and giving a solid start than I do Garrett Cole to like Garrett Cole, I think is more prone to blowing up and giving up six, seven than Nestor Cortez. I think with Nestor Cortez, you are almost guaranteed five to six innings of three runs or less. Like Garrett Cole, I agree with that far outshines him. Do not get me wrong. When Garrett Cole is on, it is unhittable and it is. And even when he's not on, he's a damn good pitcher. He's one of the best in the game. But he has those starts. Nestor Cortez doesn't have starts where you're like, fuck, dude, what is he doing? He gave up seven runs in the first. Like, And, again, that's not, the, that's not to – he's not even more – I'm not even saying he's more consistent. I'm just saying the way that he, he is. pitches is just different. Like, he isn't – he's such a just steady figure in this rotation. I And I, I think he's going to be that. I don't know. I, I've come fully around to Nestor Cortez. I think it's crazy to think that he's not going to be – a more than serviceable three starter. Like I, he's shaking the goofy wind up guy to me now. Like, I mean, I, I just think yeah, he's, a damn I mean, good he's still pitcher. got it, but yeah, I mean, it, it works and it, it's shown the last two years that it works. I mean, you want to talk about a sample size. They had two years to figure him out. And nobody did. And then this year you throw the pitch clock into the mix and I don't have any backing for this I haven't really seen him throw in the spring of course but you gotta believe he's gonna work that into the goofiness and play around with that and use that to his advantage and um you know I, I think he's gonna keep up what he's been doing I don't know if he's gonna have a sub three ERA again that's hard to do for any pitcher three years in a row but I mean if he's in those projections where if he has a three four ERA there aren't a lot of three pitchers in baseball that are gonna have a solid three four and I think he's better than a three four but if it is a three four then great it is crazy to see. I mean, I, just at first glance, you see his year. I didn't realize when you said sub three ERA two years in a row. I didn't realize he, he had two nine in two, 2021. Uh, 2020 hit a 15.2, but that's just because he had, that was he had five one outing. games in Seattle. He had it's one, seven, no, he had one outing or five games. Yeah. Um, but my question to you, Murph, since you brought it up, at what point you you say that he has shaken off the like, oh, people will figure him out. What do you think generally that time frame is? Like what like when do you say basically the statute of limitations? Well, I think is it would have happened last year. If they are gonna because figure him out, they would have figured him out already. 
I mean, pull up the tape on a roll call last year. It was like, was this a fluke year? And, I mean, there's no doubt that part of his success came from his goofy delivery. And it's not even just his delivery. His delivery really on its own isn't that crazy, but it's more, you know, the quick pitches and the, and the slow pitches and the changing up the timing, that kind of thing. And so, you know, the idea going into last year was, are people going to figure that out and catch on to it? And, you know, you caught him off guard last year. But then, you know, he had an even better year last year than, than the year before. So Much better, yeah. I feel like, yeah, so, I mean, as far as that time frame goes, I feel like last year would have been, if he was going to be figured out, it would have been last year. And, I mean, eventually they will. And eventually he's going to, you know, regress as anybody does. But I don't have the same skepticism about people figuring him out that I did last year. I, like, weirdly think that his game translates further because he benefits from not freak athlete capabilities like he won't he like him losing velocity might help him because then he's that much slower than the normal that people are seeing because i don't know what his regular fastball is doesn't it usually sit around 90 yeah 90 uh, like, average if he starts throwing like 85 and nobody has been seeing less than 96 <laughs> like on average i feel like that might play even more to his advantage so i feel like in terms of people that have staying power he low-key is harder to figure yeah, out than that against I time. was I ready to shit on you for that, but this uh, this World Baseball Classic has kind of made me think that you might be onto something here because our hitters, like world-class guys, Mike Trout, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, they can't fucking hit these, like, Great Britain. Shitty pitchers, yeah. Yeah, they were all throwing, like, 86, and our guys were just fucking bamboozled. Never seen it before. Had no fucking clue what they were doing up there. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to say out loud, but, like, if you're seeing 96, 97 all day, every day, 100, 101, and you're really getting used to that, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. And I hope it's not a bad adjustment for the – I mean, luckily, we don't really have any any starters on the World Baseball Classic team, so we won't – like, you know, those guys might have a little bit of the home run derby slump coming into the season because they're used to hitting now eight, a month of 85 miles per hour, and then they're going to be shocked with – 101. Start the rumor that Mike Trout's washed because when he's when he when he comes out hitting 200 for the first month of the season, I honestly think that has a little bit of a reason as to why. Nestor Cortez, though, back to Nestor Cortez, not Mike Trout, but I don't know. I think, you know, Damon, you talked about his numbers. What do you think based on the based on the projections? What do you want to go with? You want to go with zips? Yeah, go with zips. So Zips, he's projected nine and five, a three four three ERA. That's a full one point higher. ERA isn't the end, the be all end all, but I mean, 142 strikeouts versus 163, uh, 139 innings pitched. Like they're projecting everything lower than his previous year. He had 158 innings pitched last year, um, about the same games. I mean, I think it's unfair to him to say that all of, all of his numbers are regressing, but. I think it's kind of it's kind of fucked up. So I yeah. have some kind of interesting info really quick. Before we talk about his projections, his spin rates, I'm comparing them to Sandy Alcantara right now just because, you know, we're talking about how he's not that. Very uh, comparable know, person, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fastball spin no, rate. No, I was just saying specifically because of, like, like stuff and build and everything yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So fastball, very comparable. Fastball spin rate. Nestor Cortez is higher. Um, slider okay. spin rate. Cortez is 
about the same. Sinker about the same. Curveball Nestor is higher, I believe. Let me look. Yep, Nestor Cortez is higher on the basically everything. More spin rate than Sandy Alcantara, or just neck and neck with him. So that honestly shocks me. Yeah. So I, I, it's he's I, not. I, I, just I know, know Nestor has had great. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I thought his spin rate numbers were really that messes high. with timing is what I'm saying. Is he is a damn good pitcher? His pitches move. He's a good pitcher and Absolutely. he locates well. And he's got command and control, right, Damon? He's got it all. Because those two things. But, are but that still the reason. I mean, that's not the be all end all as to why he's a good pitcher. But I, I think I that if he didn't have that, you know, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't be the pitcher he was without it. Like that's that's one of the tools in his in his arsenal in his toolbox. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I think that Nestor Cortez, I think his first two games, two three games, are gonna be decide the whole season, decide the entire season. I think that is a yeah. terrible take. I know. I think that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, here, I not. just, Aaron I just Judge, think like why? I need, I because <laughs> there's Aaron no... Judge's first at bat decides the rest of the season. No, 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 no. Here's the thing: we know Aaron Judge. We know what Aaron Judge is capable of. Uh, and Do we not know, know what? It. That's we just go back no, to the I first. Know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But it's just we don't we don't have that lingering doubt all the time that we always talk about, and the projections of Aaron Judge don't decrease by fucking 40 percent every fucking year. I know I what you're saying. That, I think we talk about the reliability factor too of these players, and I just think. Like Nestor Cortez is one of the higher reliability factors on these things because I think I know, he's I know. got a lot of. Uh... Well, that's why I'm saying I think that, like the <laughs> again, it's, there's no numbers, there's no data, there's nothing behind this take whatsoever. It's a good I want to, I want to yeah. specify that. I want to specify that. Those this is strictly just off of if you know it's the, strictly an eye test projection. If he comes out, he has a good two three starts then I personally feel more confident he's going to have a very similar year to last year. But if he is getting exposed the first two starts of the season, it says a lot, and I think we're in deep shit if that happens. That's no, all it does it. He's coming off an injury. If he comes out with a short spring training and gets exposed in his first two starts, I chalk it up to, oh, yeah, he didn't. He had one start in spring training. His hamstrings you know, was fucked up, and now he's out here getting his footing. Much like Luis right, Severino. He, he's either, you know how he's much I love win. Luis he, Severino. And last know, but, year, but he got Severino's style of pitching, is, it, it, it's more sustainable. How do you figure? The way the Nestor's High spin rate, funky, good accuracy. Like, yeah, that's usually a, That usually makes for a bad pitcher. I, so basically <laughs> what you're saying is if he gets rocked in the first two starts, he's going to be Debbie Garcia- and if he, <laughs> he has a good first two outings, then he's winning Cy Young. And there's uh, there's absolutely no in between. I think there might be an in between, but the okay. gist of it is is yes. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, that's you 15 hear, minutes. You, Any closing you comments? Uh, so yeah, we're getting anywhere in between Debbie Garcia and um, well, or the the pitching version of Chris Davis when he was on that 190 game no hit spell, and the um, Hitting the uh, pitching version of the uh, god. That's how yeah. I end that one. So, all right, Nestor Cortez. 